another week of Tombstone Minute. I'm your co-host, Rob, and joined as always by my good friend, Joe. Rob, can you believe they haven't canceled us yet? They have not. You know, even though we... The nice thing is we never had any sponsors to lose. <laughs> it's weird. I mean, it's amazing. Tim <laughs> Tim Cook gets a, a list of every podcast on iTunes every week. He hasn't crossed this off yet. He's the one who approves them individually. Yep. He, he's, he's listened. Uh, thank you, Tim. Can I call him Tim? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Mr. Close. Cook? Mr. Cook. I'm yeah. sorry. Can you edit out the Tim? He'll understand. <laughs> you can talk to him when we're invited to the uh, podcast summer picnic at Apple. <laughs> what are you um, gonna bring this year <laughs> i usually have my ask uh my wife to make some biscuits oh yeah they're really good um if you haven't figured it out yet by what we talked about uh in this podcast joe we discussed the movie tombstone minute by minute and uh today we're going to talk about minute 86 um in this minute sherman mcmasters joins wyatt Old Sherman comes back. But before then, before we get there, Joe, uh, Virgil doesn't want to talk right now. Uh, is it because he has a bullet inside of him? He has a bullet. Well, I think it's less about the bullet inside of him and more that they're about to cut his arm off. Oh, I think <laughs> if I canceled a recording session because they had to cut off my arm, would you understand? Not at first, but eventually. <laughs> Would, like, your wife have to talk to you about it for a little while to help you understand? Yeah. I just think Joe's being really selfish. <laughs> it. I will say, with Wyatt trying to talk and Virgil tells him, you know, to leave him alone, and then Allie yells at him, it's nice to see Wyatt interrupted for once. <laughs> what did he, what, was it, why, look, he's just so emotionally unintelligent. Like, that's when he's going to go in there and say, I tried to tell you, Verge. Yeah, what was he going to tell him? Like, not to get involved. Well, it's too late now. I mean, it was basically went there to say, I told you so. Man, sometimes Wyatt just doesn't think through the the thing in a social situation. (laughs) Sometimes? Often. Often. Um, And then, so he... uh, after after he's told that no one wants to talk, no one wants to listen to him right now, Wyatt. Um, we're about to do the old, <laughs> about to take the old arm off. Um, he storms out just like Morgan had previously, and I know you had mentioned that it's funny how Wyatt was so mad at Morgan, and he does the exact same thing. Um, and then Maddie, the the sort of scene in this in this cottage ends with Maddie. Uh, kind of seeing her, and she seems pretty upset by the whole thing. I believe this is the third time in a row where Wyatt and Maddie were in the same space and didn't say a word to each other. You know what I think Maddie was very upset about, and I wish they would have let this go a little longer? I don't know if you notice, but the door that he slams does not shut all the way, and I wish it ran a little longer for Maddie to like kind of like all huffy, like, ugh! And turn around and like shut the door entirely, and then kind of go back and just be like, just shake her quiet. <laughs> so it like slams and then like creaks back open. Yeah, it doesn't. It, oh. it doesn't shut flush. And that was a that was a, a time for her to, uh, uh, you know, take command of that situation. Mm. 
Um, before we go outside, that would be the first time ever for us. Yes. Do you do you have anything about this old? Uh, I mean, this is the last time we, we see Virgil with two arms. I, I think I know why Maddie's there. Okay. They're they're probably going to give Virgil laudanum for the pain. Oh. And she's going to try to pill for some from the doctor. <laughs> oh man, you're right. That's why she doesn't even move. She's just like, I just got to get that laudanum. She's staring at his little doctor bag. And the. Like and poor poor Lou and Allie had this big night of tarot cards out to try to distract distract Maddie from the drugs, and then all this happens and just ruins it for her. <laughs> well, that's that's why it's tough to be in recovery. That's true. Um, we have wide storm out, Li- huh? Storm out. <sighs> yeah, because it's storming. And we know. What? Is the worst thing that's ever happened to you in a storm. Bad things tend to happen in movies and storms. Um, oh, so like a life event that occurred while a storm was happening? Yeah. Yeah, in my personal life, like, like unless it's ruining, like, it's during the day and it's ruining a, a, an outdoor activity. Yeah. Rare as they may be for me. Um, <laughs> I, actually, I like going on. That's a, a self-burn that actually isn't accurate. But anyways, uh, I, I I look forward to a good thunderstorm if it's at night. Those are fun. Yeah, I can't think of a time a storm has ruined, like, how something bad happened that had nothing to do with the storm occurred during the storm. Yeah, like someone coming into your house and murdering you? That hasn't happened? Yep, like that. Or having my <laughs> arm cut off. I mean, we could probably just rephrase the question. Has anything really, really bad ever happened to you, period? Well, I mean, not not to that <laughs> sudden, level. In like a sudden event. Yeah. Um, Mine happened during a riot, <laughs> but not during a thunderstorm. That's true. It, wasn't, it didn't start raining on you. That would have been one of those moments where we'll get to it, but where that little uh, little rain machine that we see here would have been perfect for... Uh, for you and your Care Bear outfit earlier. It would be such a great prank to play on a friend if you knew a relationship was in its last throes is to follow them around. Like, on, I think she's going to break up with him tonight. I think tonight's the night. And you follow him around with, like, a big hose. So then after she leaves <laughs> him, you can make it start raining on him, too. Or even an easier way to do it was is they have, like, that action movie FX... Um, free app where you can like you know record something and then you have all these like special effects some are star wars too and you can like overlay it over the video you played they really they really should have a single rain cloud one so then it would be pretty easy just record your friend walking home sullen and then just and just add the rain cloud like a charlie brown single little tiny cloud above him (laughs) and then send it to all your friends (laughs) uh just so you guys know don't don't ask uh joe about lisa anymore <laughs> she broke up with him here's the footage i may i may have i may have used my editorial skills to the, the footage is not uh, uh totally authentic just a cartoon charlie brown cloud following yes, me around that's i'm a big fan of that that should be an app to be able to cartoon charlie brown something the, the little, the little and then you problem. add an additional 2D over the top family circus style map. Here's here's the long walk he took. Yeah, because he didn't want to go home alone. 
and you just strategically place a few rakes along the way for him to step on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we see back to the movie. We see. Sure, but we don't need to talk about the movie. Okay, we're, we're about. We, so hey, we're, no, no, we're outside. And I do have some things to say about the gentleman. One of the gentlemen he runs into. Yes. So Sherman Nuke Masters, who hasn't been on screen for a long time, I think much like Florentino, I don't think we've really seen him since the Mexican massacre, wedding massacre. Um, he's flanked by Texas Jack and Turkey Creek. Um, obviously, uh, or maybe not obviously, Sherman McMasters is played by Mo- Michael Rooker, the Rook. And, uh, you know, I think... Before this, and even even up until a few years ago, he was probably most known for Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, would you yes. say? <laughs> have you seen that? I have. Yeah, me too. That's a movie. Um, <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, actually, I'd like to take this opportunity to announce that that's our next minute-by-minute uh, oh minute podcast. <laughs> Henry, Portrait, Portrait of, of a Serial Killer. Minute by minute, frame by frame. Yeah, we're actually that's that's I wasn't gonna reveal that yet, but yeah, we're gonna break that down frame by frame. <laughs> it's gonna take about a decade. Uh, but now everyone knows Michael Rooker. Uh, I also know him as Mallrat from Mallrat. Says the uh, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure he's the. But I, I think most guard. people it's Walking Dead though. Um, and well, now even more. So, I I stopped watching that show after the first season. Is he like dead? I don't know. I stopped watching it after the second season. <laughs> It's it, that show sucks really bad. Yeah, um, I haven't seen it in years, but I still feel confident saying that. Uh, and uh, Michael Rooker now though is most known for Guardians of the Galaxy as Yondu. Oh yeah, yeah, he that's a cool character. Which is pretty awesome that like he's sixty two years old and now like in his most star making turn, right? Like that's kind of fun. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Wow, he's sixty-two. Yeah, I, I I was shocked by that too. I guess when you're, they make your face blue. It <laughs> they takes blew a few him. years off. Yeah, they had to. They had to. They had to blow, blow I wonder. Do you think he had to blue himself? No, I think they have people that are that will that will blue him for him. <laughs> I think they have people on set to to, to do the you. bluing. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so. <laughs> So we have him, and we see Texas Jack and Turkey Creek, who I don't think we've seen since their little their little shootout at the beginning when we first uh, went to Tombstone. Yeah. Uh, I have a couple questions on this. I, I'm going to try to answer them for you, Rob. Okay. Do you – so obviously McMasters was with the Cowboys – um, and now he's of Texas Jack and Turkey Creek, who were not with the Cowboys. So, do you think they convinced him, or do you think he seeked them out and it's like, I I don't want to I don't want to do this anymore. You got to get me to talk to Wyatt. You got to I want to I want to I want to interact with Wyatt so he doesn't shoot me right once I approach him. Did you happen to do any research about Old Sherman? I did a tiny bit of research. Um, and that I read the Wikipedia page. Did you do, <laughs> okay. did you do any more than that? <laughs> uh, I considered clicking on a few other links and then decided not to. Okay. You hovered I, over I got them. home a little late tonight, so I was not able to do as much prep as I wanted to. Well, there, so, I mean, I think what you're going to say is that this this sort of, uh, is he undercover the whole time with the yeah. Cowboys? Okay, and I have, 
I would love to see a spinoff film. We talked about a spinoff film last week, mm-hmm. uh, the Doc one. Uh, Sherman McMaster's like Serpico style film, where like yep, like the yep. the pulse like imagine like the guilt and draw like he would feel after witnessing the wedding massacre <laughs> and having to try to stay undercover. Yeah. So that, like that 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 would be that that would be good stuff. But th- and that that actually, if he's not undercover, then this scene is ridiculous. He saw Johnny Ringo shoot a priest in cold blood. And stuck with the cowboys. And now because someone went in uh, with a shotgun and, and messed up some wallpaper in a room where the <laughs> wives shot are at now. some women, though. I know. He killed a – Johnny Rio killed a priest. He was there. How is this, like I, – I, I'm not saying, like, like this is less bad or anything. Well, actually, you know, it is less bad because he didn't kill anybody. But Yeah. Yet. Yes, but I just like now the Cowboys are too much. Would you would you call this movie about him um, Sherman's farce? Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> Sherman's farce. Um, I'm trying to think of a better pun than that, and I can't. It, I know it's it's not a great one, but. And now every um, time, like, there's somebody in the Trump administration with Mc, Mc, H.R. McMaster. Yeah. It's now every time I, like, watch I the too. news, I'm going to be thinking of, like, I'm going to giggle a little bit because I'm going to think of Sherman McMaster. They Maybe could now. make an entire series about Sherman McMasters, and they could they could name the first one when he's just a kid. When he's just a little kid, they could call that one Pee Wee Sherman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> don't like Pee Wee Herman's one of my favorite things. Don't sully his name with your puns. It sounds like a late '80s cop show. Like uh, I was at my uh, my part time job on Sunday, and a coworker of mine referenced uh, Simon and Simon. Do you remember that show? Um, yes, a little bit. Now that you say it, <laughs> the, it's, we were we were betting on how many episodes aired in it. There's like over 150 episodes, which is crazy. Is there a lot of denim in that show? I, I don't remember the show itself very well, but okay. probably it was an 80s show. So, But it doesn't seem like McMaster's would be like an 80s, like a late 80s private detective show or something like that. Or or even like Magnum P.I.'s foe would be McMaster's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like they do a three, like a two-parter mm-hmm. where he has to face off against McMaster's. What is McMaster's? Like McMaster's uh, is stole... Uh, I would say Magnum P.I. probably has a -a tete-a-tete with him on a yacht, right? Yep, yep. And what is his crime? Um, Well, I have a feeling McMaster's probably has some sort of um, uh, white-collar crime. I'm going to say he's an oil magnet. Okay. And uh, he killed a rival oil field owner had somebody do it and this is trying to get it covered up and he had his pi is is on it he had his um dumber younger brother do it (laughs) yeah played by michael rooker yeah there we go um we've now spent more time talking about a fictional tv show (laughs) than tombstone (laughs) i'm fine with it i have a question for you okay what's the uniform policy for the cowboys like McMaster's throws his red sash down. Did he pay like a deposit for that? Is it? Do they 
do they contract with a uniform company? So well, they always I, have clean red sashes? I wondered this too. Um, if like, if there's so many cowboys in Tombstone, if like the, the local stores like have them out on mannequins and then you have issues of like people who don't realize what that means, like out of towners, like you and I would, would come in out of town from Wisconsin and be like, this is a cool red sash. Oh man, dude, all these, <laughs> like this is a really cool style. Everyone here wears red sashes. It's yeah, let's a, try to fit nice in with the locals. <laughs> let's fit in. Then we get murdered in the movie at like minute one fifteen. We're just like two guys that are just like riding our horses into town. I I, and then Wyatt carries the red sash away too. Do you think he's picking it up like kind of how you pick up like aluminum cans in Michigan and turn them in for the deposit? Is he going to go turn it in and get the deposit back? Maybe he's thinking about turning to be uh, entirely a crooked cop, and now he can kill anyone and just attach that red sash to him. Oh, so it's like uh, he's it's thinking like Clark, about Clark Kent. Like Clark Kent takes his glasses off, and nobody notices that he's Superman. Wyatt puts that red sash on, and then he becomes like Ryan Earp. Oh, I was thinking. I was thinking that he could then murder whoever he wants. And then just tie that sash on them and be like, they're cowboys. Oh, so it's a one free murder sash. Yep, one free murder sash. <laughs> I don't like. I feel like this joke is gonna get taken badly, and I, I don't endorse it. But is he gonna? Is he gonna tie it to Maddie? <laughs> is that what he's trying to do? He's just like, I could just tie this on to Maddie, and and no one will ever know. Um. I think there's a lot easier ways to knock Maddie off without uh, making people think you did it. <laughs> Guys, it's really weird, but my wife became a cowboy and then tried to kill me. I Super weird. I bought a mine and named it after my wife, and she fell in it. <laughs> Don't know. Weird. Yeah, um, but she's wearing this red sash, so it turns out she's a criminal anyway. So it just kind of so, sorted itself it. out, I guess. <laughs> So, anyways, I'm gonna keep the mine though. The mine is still mine. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> notice those words repeated. Um, one more comment I have on this minute. Proceed. The lighting outside this. I don't know. This is like the only time so far in this movie where I was like, "This feels like a set. This feels like we're in something that the Searchers was shot on." More so than like, you know, a real place. Yeah, it's it's really tough to do lightning well because it almost always the lighting source has to be behind the camera because how else can you really hide lights that big that would flash it, you know? Yeah. Um, I guess, I mean, obviously these days I would assume you could do it digitally, but... But yeah, like the 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 lightning when you get outside, it, like when you're inside, it looks fine. But yeah, yeah it looks really bad. I mean, it doesn't. Re- Actually, I shouldn't even say it looks really bad. It's not that bad. It doesn't. It, it, it only looks bad because we're like watching it minute by qu- minute, <laughs> quote unquote, closely. Um, I mostly watch this movie at this point, looking for things I can talk about, ten- only tangentially related to the film. What's a good departure point so I can just talk about whatever I feel like talking about? <laughs> um, I will say that uh, I feel like when I when we first started doing this podcast, I was really excited, and I really liked Tombstone. And then we hit a certain mark where I was like, man, 
gotta watch some more Tombstone. But now I'm kind of back the other way, where like when I, you know, go to these minutes, I'll sometimes like land on a few other ones and be like, oh, like a lot of this movie. Yeah, I mean, the movie's never been an issue for me. It's it's more like me having to talk to you all the time that's the issue. But there's still nothing I can do to stop that part. And uh, aside that... of aside from tying a red sash to you and killing you. <laughs> and with, on that note, we will be back tomorrow. <laughs> if t- if Mr. <laughs> Cook doesn't cancel us. Yes. Uh, for minute 87 of Tombstone Minute, TombstoneMinute.com, Tombstone Minute on Facebook, Tombstone Minute on Twitter, TombstoneMinute.com slash survey. Let us know your thoughts. And if you're doing that, you might as well just go to Tombstone. You might as well just give us a review on iTunes. Yeah, so Mr. Cook reads those. Yeah, that's, I mean, we, we have seven right now. If we get ten, we're invited to the summer picnic. No, we, we, we get invited either way, but we don't have to pay to go. Oh, yeah, 10. and if we get 25, we don't need to bring anything. <laughs> so go on there and write those reviews, and we'll be back tomorrow with Minute 87. <laughs>